Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Freemasons podcast with your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Mudry and Worship Brother Ken. And we are up here tonight and we're doing episode 154. Let's get stupid. We're gonna get so stupid. Insane Masonic conspiracy theories. We're not gonna do any likes today. We're just gonna get right to the business. Yeah, we'll do twice the amount of likes next week. We have enough dumbass ideas here that we can freaking pick apart. So we're gonna start with uh, first off, uh, How's your weekend so far? My weekend was okay. Yesterday I came out to uh, Worshipful Brother Perry's rehearsal for the upcoming Master Mason degree uh, here at Morningstar Lodge. It's going to be great. A sorry, lot of people showed up. It was sorry, Perry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean. Enough people showed up, man. We all played off of each other. He's got a good, uh, damn good ritual cast. It's going to be a good yep. degree. I'm going to be uh, I'm, I'm going to in it, but uh, I got my part because I've done it a thousand times before, so yeah, I'm not too okay. concerned about my part. I uh, I want to just say to the officers and who's ever being the master, who is it, Perry, for the second half? Um, yeah, I think Perry's doing the second half, wow. too. Yeah. I'll tell you what, he man. He was doing most of the parts when we were up there rehearsing, so yeah, he's... I am freaking super proud yeah. of Perry. He yeah. is kick-ass. Did he go yeah. through all the way through the lecture? Yeah, the... I mean, he's he's still got a couple little things that he's working on, nah. but he's, yeah, he's doing the whole second half. We always had Marshall doing our second half, so right. it was like the masters never really had to worry about it. But trick, yeah, he's on it. The trick of it all is... If you flubble, mm. roll with it. Because yeah. candidates don't know. Yeah. They're it's, not. It's hard to learn, too. It's hard to learn to do oh, that. Big, and yeah. if you do take, like, uh, an accidental pause, mm-hmm. then the the prompter, who knows right. that you missed that word, is mm-hmm. going to try to give you a prompt, and then you're all messed up, and it just keeps just Do me a favor. If you're Lodge prompter, though... Don't be prompting without a look. Right. right? Yeah. Because yeah. that drives me nuts. Yep. And you're like, you take like a dramatic pause and then the prompter's just like, bam. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, gotta, I, I know. Shut up. It's kind of on you as the ritualist too to like talk to right. whoever the chaplain is or whoever the ritual person is or the prompter ahead of time and just be like, look, man, if I make eye contact, give me a word, one right. word, right. whatever your preference is. But you got to establish that ahead of time, I think. Definitely. And, you know. I will say that I think that's probably the hardest ritual to learn in Blue Lodge. And I think it's, well, I think in Masonry all in general. The second half of the second half of the MMs, it's a hard ritual to learn. And I think that's only second to none of the, well, second to the eminent commander of the Knights Templar degree. Okay. So you think. I've done um, that too. I think being the eminent commander. Middle chamber is easier than the second half. Really? I think Hmm. so. There's because see the middle chamber is just you just spewing you just go right. Yeah. I think jump, it's easier. You jump you on your bike and you just go right. <laughs> Whereas eminent commander, there's a pause. Yep. Then there's a uh, a prayer. There's a pause. Somebody else has a, there's a prayer. See, I think those pause prayer like you're, it's very broken. those are easier for me. The the pause and the breaks. Yeah, because like really? the the long soliloquies and stuff like that's really? where I get messed up. So I think everybody's got their own thing. I think the only problem with me is, <clears throat> and I, it's again, I don't want to get into the ritual of the Knights Templar, but there's uh, breaks and there's, there's an order, I guess you can say yeah. there's an order of things that need to be done. Yep. And it's very hard to skip miss out of place one potentially. Right. So because they're all critical. To they're, the, right. They're all the critical to degree, the storyline yeah. of the degree. So that's the only thing it would really kind of, to me, that's that's a little bit more difficult. Um, the only thing I would say in contrary to that is it's easier to learn things in chunks. So yeah, when you have true. a pause where somebody else taking over, you can learn that first chunk 
and mm-hmm. then you're like, all right, cool, I can rest here. So you'll learn that chunk yeah. and then move on to the next chunk of ritual. And you, you have an automatic prompt, whereas with these like long things like the mm-hmm. middle chamber, it's a series of paragraphs, right? And if Correct. you screw up in your head the order of those, or you're like at the end of one and you can't remember the first word or how the next one begins, then that's right. that messes me up. It was always yeah. easier for me to be like, well, as long as the other guy gets his word in, like when we're doing proficiency, mm-hmm. as long as he finishes his... Like, I know where I'm at next. Right, right. So, I don't know. Teach his own. Yeah, everybody learns differently. And it's find a rhythm or a pattern that's good for you is what I think my recommendation would be. Because for me, it's just just sitting down and just crunch time and just learn a chunk, perfect that chunk, move to, then add another chunk. And then Mm -hmm. what I'll do is once I start learning that second chunk, I'll do first and second. Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah, and then yeah. I'll third, and then you gotta I'll, go. Yeah, you gotta you keep gotta, building it. Because what will happen is you'll learn the second it. one, and then you'll get to the first one. And be like, yep. <laughs> or you won't know the order. Or you'll forget yep. what comes after. Yeah, that's right. that that screws you up. And I also think this is why uh, rehearsals are so important because. Well, you had said something along the the lines. Yeah, it was like uh, I forget what the term is, but it's like physiological recall or something like yes. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's easier to recall if you're practicing in the same environment in right. the same physiological state that you're going to be delivering the ritual in. Right, and doing it's it in like your car, even into a psychology thing. Right. Doing it in your car, I mean, it's not bad, right? You got to learn no, 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 somehow. No, no. Right. But definitely make part of your practice coming up into the actual lodge room, even if it's not mm. during a rehearsal. You're just, you know. Having somebody let you in so you can go up there and practice it a few times, it'll help out. Well, not only that, but like take, for instance, the senior deacon. There's a lot of floor mm-hmm. work involved in the middle of that. Yeah, you got to so, practice that. Too. I mean, you can know the words by heart, but now you start stopping those words because you have to do floor work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a lot more cognitively, too. You're like, right. okay, I got to keep my corner sharp and everything. And when you're doing mm-hmm. that, and you don't practice it and delivering ritual, you're probably going to be more likely to drop words and forget bits. So Correct. So, all right, what do you say? We're going to get into stupid Masonic yeah, conspiracies. Let's now, stupid. let's start off with, I've only premised one for you, but yeah, we're going to go down the hall. So we're, okay. we're going to, you're, you're kind of shooting from the hip here. You're going to be blind to this. Yeah, love that. Get out of my fantasy football one. And then uh, let's go into Masonic conspiracy theories. And uh, uh, I mean, we don't got to go down the conspiracy theorists uh, laundry list, right? Yeah. We've of, talked about a lot before. Some are more feasible than others, but I guess we're looking at the really ridiculous ones now. Yes, we're looking at the the ridiculous ones, and we'll start with. I mean, again, we've we've already covered New World Order. I think we've beat that to death. Right? Yeah, yeah. We've so we'll skip over that one. Uh, we'll go into religious. I mean, we've kind of already talked about that, but we all yeah, know that yeah. Freemasons worship Baal, Baphomet, Dion, Dajjal. D A J J A L. Dajal. Dajal. I don't even know what that is. Dajal. Yeah, maybe it's. That's how you know we don't freaking uh, <laughs> worship him because I don't know who the hell he is. Yeah, I don't even know what and religion that is. Rahu. R A H U. Rahu. Rahu. It's a cool name. I'm thinking like, but I don't know who he is. Well, the, I mean, when I when I read it originally, and I'm mean, again, I suck at saying things, but I instantly went Street Fighter. Oh, Rahu. 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 Right. Isn't it Ryu? Yeah, it's R Y U. Right? That's him. Uh, <laughs> when he throws so. the uppercut, I think that was Ken and uh, who the hell was his <laughs> his uh, partner in crime? Right? Maybe was it was like, Ryu. It was Ken and Ryu, I think. Yeah, yeah they both did those special moves. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a Street Fighter fanatic, man, but I do know that I don't worship any of those particular, you know, evil gods. Correct. Um, and this is just, I'm reading this off of Wikipedia, so you know it's true instantly. Oh, yeah. Um, Freemasons intertwine various symbols and numerology into modern culture, such as corporate logos. That's a good one. Really? Apparently we do. One of the ones I've seen is actually people have made reference to, I, I'm not going to even pull it up because it's stupid, but one of them is uh, the, the, the Gmail symbol. Oh. It looks like a Masonic. Oh, it looks like an apron. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it also looks like an envelope, envelope. guys. <laughs> like, some things can look like other things. That's okay. Oh, I've seen one yeah. that was uh, the Apple App Store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the square encompasses. Yep. So we apparently own Apple. And I've heard the Google G, like the G logo that they seem to use on yep. everything. Because mm-hmm. everyone knows what Google is. It's like, come on, guys. You're it's interesting to myself. Like, like, listen, if Masons yeah. control Apple, 
I wouldn't have had a car a couple yeah. of weeks ago blow the transmission. Yeah. And it was held together by rust particles holding hands. I wouldn't so. have this five-year-old freaking Android phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would at least have an iPhone. I think you could probably get a better sweater, too, just throwing it out there. Shut up, man. This is like... <laughs> Just because it's Kirkland doesn't mean it's not nice. Do you guys think that this this is? I think this is a nice shirt. Got his Marty McFly jacket on too. I'm just saying. Hello, McFly. Would you just fall off a ship? <laughs> I like. Well, this, listen, man. I'm messing with my. Puppy if the jacket. flood ever comes again, like they're calling, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Well, you know, Boy Scout. I like to be prepared. Busted in my wardrobe. <laughs> Madre, I thought we were. Listen, fun. I got shitted on last episode, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Yep, you gotta find something. Like I gotta that. take my, and you know, I gotta take my aggression out somewhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's another one: that the United States was founded by Freemasons who have interwoven Masonic symbols into American society, particularly in the National Seals, streets in Washington D.C., architecture, and the dollar bill. Mm -hmm. um, indeed, several founding fathers, such as George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, James Monroe, were Freemasons. So blah blah blah. Yeah. So I mean, can't deny that. <sighs> I wouldn't take it too far because, of course, there's I mean, truth to every conspiracy theory. Like, we didn't put yeah. a pentagram in the streets of Washington, D.C. No, but... We covered that. I mean, Washington... We've said it before. Washington, D.C. set up as a grid. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Like any Come on city. now. Any grid form, you could make any shape you want, you know? Uh, Mall of America being... Or what is that? It's called the Mall of America. The, uh, I think it's called the the Mall. The Mall. Whatever it is. It's it's just the, the Mall. The Mall of America, I think, is that gigantic mall out in the Midwest. Yes, okay. Um, it's just like the Washington Mall or something. Like well, the the federal, whatever it is, the federal square, I guess yeah. you will. If, like all those buildings, the, all those buildings were created, I mean, pretty close to the founding of the city itself. Right. So, like, they laid out all of the streets in a grid, but right. when you get to that particular area, you can't just cross roads. It would look like crap if you had all right, these monuments right, right. intersected by these roads so yeah they had to make some adjustments i mean i mean i know part of the theory the, the theory of that is is that uh, oh it looks like the square and compass where the senate building meets the washington monument meets oh. meets the the uh world war ii uh memorial yeah, and where and if it does so what <laughs> it was either intentional or it wasn't. And if it was intentional, but who a lot cares? Of, understand though, the founding fathers didn't set it up like that because right. the, they weren't around. They weren't around when the World War II memorial was erected, or mm -hmm. the Thomas Jefferson memorial. So yep. it blows that theory right out. Yeah. Uh, the best thing is I have my daughter over here, who's clearly my fact checker today, because I say something and she nods at me. She's and like, goes, nope, no. nope, wrong, Dad. <laughs> Dad, you're stupid. Shut up. You're just digging a hole. You're problem. showing the whole world how stupid you are. <laughs> you know what, though? That's fine, though. I'm actually glad that if conspiracy theorists are listening to this episode, right? Let's say they're like, oh, let's check this out. Let's see what they got to say yeah. about this conspiracy. And they hear how retarded I am. They're going to be like, yeah, there's no way that they're controlling the world. No. <laughs> this guy's a free Not with this idiot as the host. No yeah. way. Nope, not a chance. I mean, we got Marty McFly over here. He's ready to take off in the DeLorean. And, yeah, uh <laughs> Great Scott. Hey, and also, if you happen to be listening to this and you're a conspiracy theorist, I mean, come back at us, right? If you yeah. think we're wrong, being as we are actual Freemasons about mm. Freemasonic conspiracy, drop some comments on YouTube. I yeah. mean, that's what YouTube's ask for us. is ask writing us. stupid comments. So, right. And I again, mean, ask us. We'll have a conversation. Yeah. It, we're going to get into the real, real stupid one shortly. I'm just kind of co covering the yeah. cover. Here we go. Here's where it gets heavy. Now. You ready? This is for the stupid ones. Yep. I am prepared. Very stupid Masonic conspiracies. <laughs> That's a stupid theory. Dun, dun, dun. All right, here we go. Ready? Let's do it. Quit fucking around. <sighs> that the Freemasons faked the Apollo moon landings. Wow. Uh, and the Freemasons at NASA deceived the public to hide the Earth being flat. Okay. All right. Well... I'm fairly certain that in an organization as large as NASA, there's bound to be one or two brothers among all of those scientists. Um, mm -hmm. Like one or two, right? Like right. in the 60s and 70s, I wouldn't see there being such a preponderance of Freemasons high up in the leadership of the NASA or you know oh. hierarchy that they would be able to put together a massive conspiracy about how the earth is shaped like that doesn't right. make any sense to me i'm not really providing any evidence one way or the other but it just doesn't 
So let's get ring true to me. Let's get the historical on this. Yeah, let's talk about the actual moon landings. Let's talk about well before that. Let's go back. Yeah, okay. All right. So it was actually the Catholic Church, we could say, that believed that put it out there that the world was flat. I would say, right? Because that was like. Well, it was like the conventional wisdom of the time back before people were making measurements to disprove ah, it. But was it, though? Because if you go back to the Sumerians and the Greeks and some sort of the Roman Empire, they, I mean, they, oh, had, yeah. they had philosophers. I love that, actually. Real quick, I just want to segue. You ever seen uh, uh, Dodgeball, a true underdog story? No. Where Ben Stiller's like, oh, you're a philosophizer now. Right? No. All right. Well, watch the movie. You'll see what I'm talking about. But anyway. I'm sure it happened. Um, but anyway, like you had philosophers that like that studied the, the stars. They they studied the the earth and how it rotated and moved and yeah. other planets and things. So, I no, mean. Those, those measurements were made. Right. Back in, you know, those ancient times. I mean, there was uh, the Middle Ages. I mean, we lost a lot of knowledge during the Middle Ages. And right. maybe that, I don't remember if that was one well, piece of knowledge that we lost. We didn't lose it. Took over. It was suppressed. Yeah, or whatever. Like it was, it like was no instance, longer part of the collective consciousness. Of the that Mayans, point. the Aztecs, the conquistadors yeah. come over and wiped them out, and they yep. had extensive knowledge of the heavens and yep. and of the the planet. And uh, so I think, and even the Phoenicians. There's even stories of I think Scott Walter actually did a whole one on the Phoenicians and coming over, navigated, circumnavigated the globe and stuff. Yeah. So this is knowledge that was known way back when, that was suppressed. Or you know, didn't fit the the, the narrative. Yeah, the narrative. Yeah, I'd have to do more research on that. But yeah, I do remember there was a large piece of time there where right. people were like, "Oh yeah, it's flat." So Even after it was right. So you can't say. Was. And then uh, obviously, once we got modern technology, and and I mean, we knew the globe. We knew that the the the. I can't get on with the whole. I can't get on with the flat Earth theory. I just can't. Like I, I I've read it. I've done. I've read it. I've I've understood their arguments, and I'm sitting there, and, and the whole thing was all oh, the Earth is flat, right? And I'm sitting there saying to myself, like, yeah. it's like a disc or some stupid thing. They're saying that it's flat in that the the uh, I think one of the theories I heard was that the the actual blue of the sky is actually an ice barrier to okay. prevent us from getting off, and and the 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 except we've gotten off, but like. <sighs> And then the sun is than is just like uh, it's a I don't know it, this might even tie into the uh, whole uh, uh, oh, what the hell is the theory called where it's um oh I can't think of the theory right now but it was a so it has something to do with the sun no it has something to do with like technology like we're all in like a, a what is that a giant like simulation simulation there yeah. you go the the simulation the whole matrix thing matrix right? thing yeah. and that the sun is uh, actually I mean, being controlled I, I'm, I'm i've read a going, couple things that these flat earther people put out where it was like you know they they tried to use science to explain how you could have a flat earth and still have everything that we observe right and it's like it gets so convoluted right now there's this thing called um occam's razor yeah. Right. So if you have two competing theories, right? I mean, first of all, we have firsthand observation by freaking astronauts. But if we just throw all that out and say, like, <laughs> those guys were all on acid or something and say, all right, well, we have two competing theories here. Mm -hmm. Which one is more likely to be the truth? The right. simpler of the two is always more likely to be the truth. That's right. what Occam's razor says. So mm -hmm. if you have to put together some, like, ridiculous... Like, oh, physics doesn't actually work the way that it works. It only works here down on Earth. But everywhere else in the universe, it works differently. Mm. If you have to, like, bend the rules like that, right. then your theory is probably wrong. Not only that, I mean, I mean, we've had, uh, we've had spacecraft, satellites that have gone up to yeah. Mars. Yep. They've studied Phobos, Deimos, the two moons. They've studied Mars. There's They've studied the moon. Like, and this is all before man, man even got yeah. up there. But There's more moons than that, I think. What? On Mars. There's more moons than that. Mars, I thought I only had two, Phobos and Deimos. Oh. Fact check me, look it yeah, up. Hannah. I'm pretty sure there were more. Moons of Mars, Phobos and Deimos. It only has two? Oh, man. And I um, think... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look so bad in front of my nerd crowd if I fuck <laughs> this up. <laughs> and I think it I actually... I sworn it. And I think Phobos and Deimos actually mean darkness and fear or something like that. No, 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 no. 
something yeah. along those lines. But anyway, um, but how do you explain around, that though? Okay. Like, okay, so other planets like Mars are round. Venus, we've we've studied. Well, like, that's round, but Earth's sure flat. The, I'm sure these people say like, look, it's not observation if I can't directly observe it. Like, if I'm hearing somebody true, else right. saying I landed a. a Fear and dread. Fear and dread. Oh, look at you. All right. It's you know creepy. what? You you got this one up on me. <laughs> we should go on Jeopardy. Can I think I, you would do much better in the science I, category. I have a confession to make. Yeah, I go. So there was a game on PC a long time ago called Doom. Yeah, I <laughs> That's that how I know too. it. Because it was remember. based on Phobos, Mars, Phobos, and Deimos. Really? You swear to God. <laughs> That's I, how I, never, I know it. I never really looked into the backstory. I just blew away I all my knowledge off a video game. Wow. Doom took place in like the Mars system. I yeah. Well, that. the first one. Okay, so Doom, Doom one was on Phobos. Doom two was on Deimos. Doom three was uh, Hell on Earth, and that's where it made it to Earth. Right. Okay. Yes. Wow. I never really. That was a creepy ass game. For I don't data. remember there being any storyline to that game. There whatsoever. was a storyline. Okay. All right. Well, you anyway, paid attention. I didn't. I didn't pay attention. So anyway, getting back, I know we're getting off on a tangent here, but let's talk. <laughs> As we often do. So uh, we faked the moon landings. Faked the moon landings. Freemasons in NASA were, uh, were, were trying to suppress that the Earth is flat. And we're okay. also trying to say that we... Damn phone won't lock. Uh, and we're also trying to say that uh, we... Uh, we faked the Apollo moon landing. Okay. Well, a few of our brothers have actually physically been to space, but Correct. I'm sure oh. we can't use that as any potential argument because they'll just say, well, of course they went to space. They just said that they went to space because they're Freemasons, duh. So it's who's a- the one that was a Freemason? I'm sorry. Uh, you had a few. You had Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Um, okay. Neil Armstrong. Um, I'm not 100% sure that Armstrong is, but I think he is. And All right. then there was definitely one other. Well, man. So, we, uh, so you know, this is why I should do research. No, we got our fact checkers like right over there. Over here. There's like several, several astronauts. Anyway, a couple of them were. Who's on the, the moon. one who's always on Ancient Aliens, though? Right? Which astronaut was always on Ancient Aliens? Yes, I think that's Buzz Aldrin. That's the one we were trying to get on our show, right, Buzz? Maybe. Yeah, I okay. mean, Buzz Aldrin was the one yes. that we were trying to get in contact. So, Buzz with. Aldrin. Okay, and I have to give my hats off to a brother right here. I just, I gotta just give a quick toast. So, cheers, brother. Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. To you, Buzz Cheers. Aldrin. To you, and I'll explain why right now. Um, I guess he was outside doing some sort of a presser or something, and a flat earther walked up to him and basically told him how he was lying, and he was all up in his oh, face. Oh, I remember this. Buzz Aldrin decked him. Yeah, he punched amazing. him in the face. I'm like, <laughs> I love you, Buzz. <laughs> He's like... Yeah, I mean, your new nickname is Lightyear. Just, just to have like that. ridden a rocket into space, come back and had some like little you know kid tell you that you never did it. I would probably deck the motherfucker too. I was in like my seventies or eighties, and I was just like, I got nothing to lose. Let me just crap you know this dude. One. I swear to God, like if he was part of a lodge and they were like, <clears throat> well, uh, he got in trouble for uh, decking somebody in public. Should we press Masonic charges? I will be your lawyer. Yeah, exactly. I will be your Masonic counsel. Well, let's examine the circumstances here. Oh, he said that the Earth was flat. and I don't know if it was the Earth was flat. I think he said something. It was definitely a faked moon landing thing. It was like, how does it feel to be a liar or something? And he freaking punched him. Case dismissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from that one. Reinstated. Uh, I can I can definitively say that the Masons... I know we're making fun of this, but we can well, also I don't know that say, we really resolved anything there. Well... In, um, we're gonna we'll put in. I think I'll put a fork in this one, and I'll go okay. by saying Freemasonry does not suppress anybody's belief in anything. Uh, you're you, you are allowed to believe in what, you know, with the exception of something that's cruel or evil. You can believe in whatever you want. You think the world's flat? It's great. Mm-hmm. Believe it's flat. We don't give a damn. You know, like that. You're everybody's Masons are entitled to have their own opinion. This isn't like some collective hive like we're Borg. Well, besides you, mm-hmm. um, for me. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't some collective hive where you like have to believe in one thing or even one political party or one, you know, ideology or like we don't care. Like there's it's so so for for 
to say that Masons would suppress somebody's belief or were suppressing like the flat earth theory, like mm. we don't give a shit. I'm sure these like <laughs> really, really out there conspiracy theorists would just be like, well, that's just what they say in their PR release and right. stuff. Like they really want to rule the world. And then we can be like, all right. Well, even if you would like, nothing there, even if you want to take the whole, the Masons believe in cosmology or, or, uh, astronomy or whatever the hell. And we, we have that. I, mean, I believe in astronomy. No, but I'm saying like we use that in our symbols and stuff. And that's oh, like, like their, astrology. And, yeah, like okay. that's their form yeah. of suppression. Like, it's not. I would say it's got nothing to do really with the stars or the moon or the any of that stuff. It's right. the lesson yeah. involved in it. Just that's like Scottish Rite bringing up yeah. a good old JC. Yep. We all need Jesus. Like, yep. we don't care if you believe in good old JC or not. It's the lessons that right. were part of it. And you can drive. You can pull lessons. You. I, mean, I don't have to be Muslim. I don't have to right. be uh, uh, Islamic, but yeah. there are lessons in that, just like the Torah, just like Buddhism, just like yep. Judaism. I mean, how many times have we quoted uh, Confucius? Yeah. Or how many times have we quoted like Chinese? I mean, I quote Sun Tzu all the time, but that's war stuff. But you know what I yeah. mean? Like uh, like Buddha. I mean, yeah. There's quotes well, from every religion that you can take and use and apply to your everyday life. Yeah. You don't have to believe in one thing or another. And most of the fundamental lessons in Freemasonry, and we've talked about this before, are derived from pretty much the, the, the collective tenets of all of the world's religions, right? Do unto others is a lesson that's taught in pretty much every world religion that I'm familiar with, except for the really crazy ones like you know satanism and all that nonsense but like these these are kind of universal truth right they're the universal ways that everybody should kind of aspire to live their life their ideals and freemasonry derives from those correct so we don't care what actual religion you are because you're probably going to be all right by our our value system right all right you ready i'm ready this is where it gets nuts. okay here's where we go really freaking crazy that the September 11th attacks were astrological in nature as part of a hidden war between masonry as descendants of the Knights Templar in Islam. Whoa. Okay, so hold on. So I'm a what descendant the? of the actual Knights Templar. We are descendants of the actual Knights Templar. And we're fighting a global war against Islam. Islam. Where so it was uh it was a an astrological it was an attack and the stars oh, are somehow let involved. me read this again. Okay. <laughs> that the September eleventh attacks were astrological in nature as part mm-hmm. of a hidden I mean, how do you even freaking combine those two? Uh, as part of a hidden war between masonry as the descendants of the hold on, I gotta do this real quick. As the descendants of the Knights Templar in um. Islam. Yeah, I don't even know how to decipher that. <laughs> I mean, I could get behind, like, so, okay, it's a war behind... Let's pick this between apart. <laughs> we'll descendants of the Templars and the Islamic world. Like, I could almost make sense of that. And now, for some reason, like, 9-11 mm-hmm. itself is caused by that and also celestial alignments. <laughs> because why not? Let's throw that in there. <laughs> so... Frogs had some if shit to anybody, do with If any of you guys are watching on YouTube... <laughs> Uh, got anything for this one, please fill me in because I don't even know where to begin with this because this is like a two-part thing. Saying that the September 11th attacks were astrological in nature. What the living hell does that even Mm -hmm. mean? And I mean, Like, what the shit? Like, how do you even... So... They were perpetrated by a very kind of like small, tight-knit group of radicals. And okay. I, I, I think. think you, oh, you got it? I, maybe. Okay. okay. Maybe. Okay. This is a huge, like. Um, leap of faith. Uh, leap of I, I wouldn't even call it a leap. Like, this is a bungee jump without cord. Okay. But, I'm ready. So, the battle of. Uh, let me think about this real quick. There was a battle in. Uh, Anki? No, 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 no. I'm going to the Crusades. Anchor? Acker? Uh, no, no, not Acker. It not was the other battle. one. Okay. Um, trying to think of all the battle Templar battles. Of, sorry, I'm bringing it up right now. Uh, it sucks when I don't have my laptop here and I can't do research, man. I just look like an idiot, don't I? I just know how to Google things really well. I'm not actually smart, George. <laughs> You've been calling me all the wrong things. Uh, battles in the Crusades. It was a battle in the Crusades. M- Mongizard. There we yeah, go. See, I don't even know that one. Battle of Mongizard actually took place on. Uh, I think it was nine eleven, but I could be wrong. Uh, September eleventh. Uh, 
I believe it was September. Well, I, I that's where they they twelve hundred and say that the battle took place. Uh, it was seventy eleven seventy seven. Okay, so I mean, like every battle had to happen on some. Yeah, I, I could be wrong on this, but I know it was a significant date because I again I'm a big into the um, crusades and all that stuff, and I believe it was on. And I, of course, Wikipedia is going to screw me here because I've read it before, and it was either on. Um, no, see, they're saying here it was 25th of November, 1177. Anyway, I could be wrong here. But I know that there was a battle that was fought during the Crusades, and it landed on um, September, 11th. September 11th. I can't remember exactly which battle it was. Uh, you guys can fact check me if you want. Yeah, you can probably um, just Google battles that took place. And this kind of, I September came up with this. September 11th. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh You'll probably find an entire laundry list of them, and you can create your own September. conspiracy theory about each one if you want. Why am I doing this? I got my daughter over here. She could do all this stuff. I have no idea why you're doing this. Oh, wow. This just brought up Battle of Ursuf. There we go. The Battle of Ar Arsuf. That kind of rings a bell. Richard of England, and he defeated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Septem no, it's the 7th of September. Whatever. Uh, I'm not going to keep looking for this because you guys can look, Google this shit for yourself. But I know there was a battle on September 11th that the Crusaders actually, I believe, won. And is that like the genesis of this conspiracy that, theory? Well, like again, I don't like, know oh, if that's what it is. I'm, I'm oh, okay. Oh, you're, okay. I'm, you're, I'm, I'm, you're doing your best to you, try to leap of faith. Right. So like, so what was like September 11th? Like, oh, the 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 Christians won back on this date. So we're gonna knock down the the the, uh, the towers. So freaking, the stars were you know, like the universe. Two thousand years later, some crazy right. shit. Like, okay. I don't know. Uh, like, I don't know what they even mean by that. And that conspiracy theorist, uh, the conspiracy theorist that it was an astrological in nature. What the hell does that even mean? They can't explain their reasoning, then I, I mean, can't debunk it. And that's it. not even astrological. That's just kind of like, hey, this happened on this date. Let's, you know, let's go. Right. Fuck shit up on the same day. But whatever. Um, hmm. And then uh, the, uh, the other part of this is that um, as a part of a hidden war between masonry as the descendants of the Knights Templar in Islam. Okay. So... What about all what the Freemason brothers of mine that are Muslim? Like, what, ding, do, ding, I, ding. what do I do about them? Right. <laughs> do they all want to kill me? Right. Um, I don't think they do, by the way. No. They're no, great brothers. Probably not. So. I, I guess here's where I can punch holes in this all day long because there's no direct link between Masonry and the ancient Knights Templar. None. No, no. Scholars, actually, scholars have tried, man. It even says it. I mean, granted, you can theorize all day long, and I have on prior episodes where I, I do I mean, believe... Scott Walter's been researching this for a while. Like, <laughs> and a he's a believer of, yeah. that we are descendants of right. the Knights Templar. I do as well. Yep. Here is where the problem lies. You have no paper trail that says, hey, I was a Knight Templar that became a Mason. Yeah. And you also have a huge time difference between uh, when the Templars were put down. I think it was 11. No. Uh, I fuck. think it was 12, 12 or 1300s. It was 1314 or something like that when 13, Shakti 14, Malay, oh, Malay was. Malay, uh, okay. There you go. There's I think it was 1312 yep. when they were originally arrested. I think yep. Jacques de Molay got yeah. at, uh, on uh, 1413 or yeah. I mean, so, 1314. I've read like a few books on the topic that, that try to... 1312. 1312. Yep, okay. that's when they were put down. The Freemasonry didn't get its rise until, until the 1700s. 1700s. Yeah. Now, you can theorize that Freemasonry was being practiced in the dark during that time, yeah. but that's still a giant gap. I mean, I've read a lot of kind of scholarly books and articles about yeah. that, and they're all kind of tenuous at best. And I like, you know, I appreciate the work that all these scholars are doing. Right. They're trying to like trace that golden thread and see if right. there is any meat there, because there, there really be. could be. Right, absolutely. Like, it's feasible. But I don't think... Like, based on the fact that we've found no definitive link, A, mm -hmm. and B, like, the the ritual and the, the lessons of Freemasonry are not directly analogous to what the Knights Templar believed in. Like, we're not mm -hmm. defending the cross and, you know, stabbing mm -hmm. non-believers out in the alley behind the building over here and stuff. Right. Like, that's not what oh. that's not what we're about. So, based on those two facts alone, I think it's pretty obvious that we're not... You also the have Freemason side of that particular. Thing. You also have the other part of that as well, 
and you can go if you want to go into the crusader history or whatever that you have to understand that <clears throat> the knights templar had their own secretive rituals they went to church but they had their own way of going to church like they didn't do what everybody right. else did yep. so there are you know and they were also put down for heresy and there were stories about this and yeah you could say oh well they were under you know they were being tortured and everything sure yeah whatever but there are many stories of of the Templars intermixing and learning from the the, the or the Saracens yeah. back then yeah. of you know hidden tales and oh, mysteries yeah. and things that happened in the Middle East yeah. and kind of blending it into their own ritual. Yeah. So the the thought that and you have to understand, like, yes, the, the, the Crusaders went, the Templars went, they, well, they didn't go. They became Templars after the initial sacking of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now you're there. And they were there for, what, 100 years, I think it was, because it was uh, 1098, they, they took Jerusalem, yeah. and they were there until 1189 or yeah. something like and that. And a lot of these groups Roughly, occupied land that were, you know, that was... You know, dominated top, by the Saracens, and they were yeah, right. They were intermixing like dick, you said. Basically, yeah, you yeah. can't live there and just you know and just because I mean yeah. everyday people will some rise of them actually the hell converted. Up. I remember some of them of converted, books, right? yeah. yeah. But it was all kept hidden from right. the Catholic Church, which yep. is why you have yeah, in they don't, 1312 yeah. the Church went after them. They don't because like because they got too powerful, and well, they, they were don't secretive. like them having more money than them. Either. That <laughs> they don't go. like secrets either. Uh, so, the whole thought that I mean, you got two, you have two strains basically to follow. One, you'd have to actually make a link that the that the ancient Knights Templar became Freemasons, right? With, which there is, and that the war between the Saracens and the Knights Templar is has continued, and that's some that's some Assassin's Creed shit. So yeah. that's all fictional and whatever. Yep. And you know, the other part of that is you know, you have. You have to understand that they didn't hate one another. Again, the, the Hashishins, mm-hmm. which were the assassins back, uh, which were, that's where the word assassin comes from, is the mm-hmm. Hashishins. Uh, that was a Muslim group that actually worked with the Templar. Right. And there was more infighting between the different Christian orders mm-hmm. than there was even the Saracens. And that's why yeah. they friggin' lost at Hattin. So, yep. because they, you know, you had uh, Guy de Luzium or whatever the hell his name was, King Guy. Yeah, I don't know that name. Yeah, he was the king, and he was a okay. he was a douche. You know, he <laughs> the French king that the French um, king that came down on the the well, Knights Templar. He marched yeah. his freaking into- no. That's that's uh, Philip the Fair. That's Philip, yeah. No, uh, Guy de Luzion was the one who marched his entire army into the middle of the desert and thought that was a good idea to fight. So Sal- Saladin, who'd been hanging out by a by a lake, yeah. <laughs> so now his army was all you know. And I know we're getting kind of go off here, but my point is there was more infighting between the Christian orders than there was even between the Templars. And the, so this whole yeah. it blows this whole theory out of the water that the the Freemasons in Islam. We also have an Islamic order, in a sense. You could even make a comparison to the Shriners. Talk about the Grotto or the or the shrine. Grotto, yeah. like they they. That's where they kind of draw their ritual. Yeah, and live. yeah. The um, so that just kind yeah, of yeah. There's a lot of Middle Eastern blows your theory out of the water. So. Middle Eastern pageantry going on in the grotto and the shrine. So what do you think, Mister Ken? You think we could put a fork in this one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't come at it from any other angle. So, so but, the, I mean, if you still disagree, if you still think that that's a thing, please comment and let us know. Like we'll, yeah, you know, give us your line of reasoning, and we'll tear it asunder so you ready what do you want to do you want to do stupid or you want to do not so stupid okay how many do we have left two do we have two okay stupid or not so i mean the last one is that the masons are intimately connected with the illuminati and we've already proven that we don't need eagle's heads or goat piss or we can tear that we can we can save that one for a second no that one's pretty i think we've beat oh okay so there's two of them that that still remain even after that let's go Semi stupid. Yes, yeah, let's do the let's leave the the most stupid one for last. I think. That yes, I think the most stupidest happen. one for last definitely. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube uh, and you're live watching, if anybody want to take a stab at what you think the stupidest one is, I would love to hear it. So let's go less stupid of the two. Okay, less stupid. That two. some uh, prominent murders involved Freemasons, including the cases of Jack the Ripper, okay. Roberto Calvi, which mm-hmm. we know from the P two yep. Lodge, yep. and John F Kennedy. 
Okay. How do you pull Kennedy into that? Well, because you you can can come up with any conspiracy theory you want surrounding the murder of John F. Kennedy. Like, Uh, were you the second gunman in the grassy knoll? Sure. I mean, you have natural camo. I mean, you're transparent. Yeah, so, I, mean, I guess we'll go with that. You're like the Predator, right? And Predator, remember, he used to hide in the trees. You know, he was just, whoa. No, just not, out. That, not that translucent. <laughs> I still wear clothes. And <laughs> um, no, but seriously, yeah. like, let's go. So we are Jack the Ripper. We've already covered that in a prior episode. If you want to dive into that yeah, one, we don't have, have to, at it. We, we don't got to tear that one up. Roberto Calvi. Yeah, I mean... I mean Yes and no. We talked about that, too, during the P2 episode. Yes, we did. He was found hanging underneath the Blackfriars Bridge with bricks in his pockets, I believe. Yes. Now, again, these guys were quote-unquote masons, but this lodge was, I don't want to say excommunicated, but they had their charter pulled. They were... they were clandies. They were clandies at this point. So their Grand Lodge had pretty much figured them out. Mm -hmm. And And I don't don't think the guys that were... uh, found culpable of that particular murder were part of the P2 Lodge anyway. I think that w- there was just like widespread speculation at the time that right. his enemies in that lodge mm-hmm. were the ones who who did that. But they, they, they weren't Masons. They weren't Masons at that point. No, at that the point they weren't. I mean, under the charter of the Grand Lodge of England. I guess conspiracy theorists could be like, well, they were Masons. Or, or just because they're not recognized doesn't mean they weren't doing rituals and stuff. That's great. Rituals don't necessarily make the Mason. And it's... also, if you go around murdering people, um, <laughs> at least here in our jurisdiction, you're not going to be a Mason. So anymore. let's be clear about something here. The ritual... And being part of a lodge does not make you a mason. Correct. Your conduct and yes. what you hold within you is what makes you a mason. Yep. Otherwise, you're just a member. You're Otherwise, a guy with a dues card. Yes. That's and, not a mason. And realistically, your dues card don't mean shit if your lodge gets pulled yep. away. Because you can't attend any other lodge. It's the only yep. lodge you can go to. Yep. So it's no different than having a meeting at your house or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's yep. your clandies. You're a clandy. You're a clandy. And once you're a clandy... Um, you are no longer a Mason. Yes, you could still. I mean, there's plenty of Clandy Lodges. We, we, you know, people who uh, can go on Amazon or go to you know eBay and get the Duncan's monitor, but that's not. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, I'm, anybody could basically anybody can find get. out our ritual or as much as they could about it right. and create their own lodge based on that and mm-hmm. wear a little lapel pin with a square and compasses, sure. but that doesn't make you a mason. No, and it's also, again, as I said, it it's the conduct of a mason that makes you a mason. That's mm-hmm. what we, you know, adhere to. That's what, you know, when we go out and we act a certain way in public, we act to not bring discredit to the to the craft or right. you know when we see us as masons and we're in the square and compass we want people to know that we're good people mm-hmm. like so i mean realistically if you're doing shitty stuff yeah you could be an active member you could be an active mason part of not a clandestine lodge you could be part of a grand lodge but if you're acting in a uh, not in accordance with the tenants that we hold yeah, we're going to find out. Are you're you not really going amazing? to be a part of the, right. the craft anymore. And Correct. while you're acting that way, you're certainly not, well, you know, unfortunately, you'd be representing the craft, but, right. which so, is kind of what happened during you know the PT thing in Italy. But, yeah, mm, yeah I mean, we're not, it's definitely not part of some global conspiracy no. where, like, we're assassinating bankers and stuff like that. Right, no. Um, and if it was that one particular circumstance, um shady circumstance that's like Mm. causing that that's like the genesis of that Mm -hmm. um uh conspiracy theory then that's that doesn't doesn't show like a pattern of behavior that shows like one person getting killed that had some loose tie to the masonic institution it's not what we do so let's we didn't do this during the p2 lodge but let's break down the actual murder okay the guy was hung calvi Yes, okay. the guy was hung from the Blackfriar Bridge. Yep. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess you can tie that to the entered apprentice degree where you have a cable toe about your neck, but that's just too... You could also tie yank. it to pretty much anything else, like people killed right. each other, executed each other that right. way. I mean, years. 
and that the, the cable tow around your neck is only to yank your ass out of the lodge if you say, yeah, never mind. It's to right. remove you out of the lodge so you don't give up any secrets. I mean, there's so, nothing in the ritual about killing you. No, it. no. There's nothing in the ritual about hanging somebody from a friggin' yep. bridge. And two, the bricks in the pocket. We're in Blue Lodge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, I mean, there's one degree that there is bricks. Okay. Okay. Not, but not in any craft that I belong to. Not in any of my appended bodies. Ah, I'm gonna get you right here. Yes, you will. Okay. All right. Um, oh, okay. But in Blue Lodge, right? Is there any reference to the use of bricks? Um, not in any of the ritual that I know. None. No. No. <laughs> the one degree in... that there is one, and I'm not gonna tell you which degree. There are bricks that you're, you 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 use, and you're presenting to an overseer or whatever the hell, right? I didn't think those were bricks. Ah, but it's the one brick that was different. I thought we were talking stones then, but whatever. Okay. It was stones. Yeah, stone. I mean, okay. but it's, I mean, for all stones intents and purposes, when we're actually walking through the ritual, you're, you're holding a, a, a Oh, okay. Something. Okay. So, you're, yeah. And then one of them is not like the others. Right. So, you know which degree I'm talking about, yep. right? Okay. Yep. But my point being is that those those stones, bricks, we even called—they're not the focal point of the degree. It's the one that's different than the others. Was the focal point of the degree? Yeah, I think their whole point in that was masons use bricks, like modern day uh, operative right, masons right, right. use bricks in their trade, uh-huh. and they drew that back to like, okay, masons get it, like masons, like Freemasons, right? And here's just—and that's just a thing. A ritual is from a ritual bases loosely around the building of the temple. Mm-hmm. There were no. no bricks. There were no bricks. Thank you. There's no bricks mentioned in the building of King Solomon's temple. Mm-hmm. They talked about quarrying stone, marble and, yeah. marble and yep. stone, never bricks. So you could say, oh, he had bricks in his pocket. That's a reference. No, maybe it was just to weigh his ass down. Yeah. <laughs> yep. maybe, uh, if, maybe if he had chunks of granite and... <laughs> It would also be Masonic. <laughs> right. But anyway, so... A rough ashlar in his pocket or something. If you want to say that it was done by Masons, fine. But they were clandies. They yeah. weren't part of an actual Grand Lodge. Yep. They were already excommunicated, thrown out of the craft for yep. their shitty conduct. Yeah. And it was so. one It was one thing. It was like right. one kind of isolated incident. I mean, if if you could trace back, I don't know high-profile assassinations, like political assassinations and stuff, the world over, back to Freemasons, okay, then you might be on to something if it were like three or four incidences. Right. This was, uh, I don't know, it's such an outlier. Right. Like, show it, me how that... So, I, I mean, that one, I would have to say, would be the only... The, of the three, Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper, it's circumstantial. Um, John F. Kennedy, I, I, I don't even, I, I got nothing on that one. How do you I mean, I see the Jack the Ripper thing as feasible as the absolutely the Blackfriars the, Bridge thing. I mean, it's right. just but John F. Kennedy is just that's just yeah. No, I mean, now you're getting way out. No, there. you're swing you're swinging for a baseball in the dark on that one, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. But I would more likely believe that aliens <laughs> killed John F. Kennedy than Freemasons. A Freemason right. conspiracy. So you have no idea what the next one is, right? Um, is this the one that we talked about? Oh, yes. Like okay, so I did. One? Well, you just mentioned it to me. So I this is really... the stupid one. Yeah, this is real stupid. I'm all about this, though. Okay. That humanoid reptiles are behind the secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to read That's this. That's the good stuff right this there. This is actually from, uh, uh, it says Time Magazine. <laughs> really? Humanoid aliens. Content.time.com. It's got to be like some contributed article. There's no way that was published in Time magazine. Conspiracy theories. The reptilian elite. They are among us. Blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial. Shape-shifting? <laughs> I think I've ever eaten flesh. <laughs> I wish I was a freaking shape-shifter. Ah, reptilian humanoids with only one objective in their cold-blooded little heads to enslave the human race. They are our leaders, our corporate executives, our beloved Oscar-winning actors, Grammy-winning singers. I I hey, if I were a shape-shifter, I, I would have enslaved all of you bastards by now. 
<laughs> not for nothing. Like, that's uh, really all it takes. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Ready? Oh, this all ties in right here. This makes perfect sense, and I'll explain okay. why. Uh, they were responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and oh, the 9-11 attacks. Yeah. <laughs> Probably John F. Kennedy, there too. I don't know why they didn't list that. Uh, the moon least, landing. Oh, I didn't finish yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, but... Um, and I want to go into this thing, uh, at least according to former BBC sports reporter David Icke. <laughs> oh, yes, I've heard of this guy before. Who became the poster human for theory uh, in 1998 after publishing his first book, The Biggest Secret, which contained interviews with two Brits who claimed the members of the royal family are nothing more than reptilians with crowns. Uh the conspiracy theorist and new age philosopher who wore only a uh, who wore only turquoise for a time and insisted on being called son of godhead says these anunnaki oh god uh all those episodes about like you know <sighs> anunnaki and lost tablets of so forth. This was not intentional. I just want to throw, but okay. anyway, says that these Anunnaki, the reptiles, have controlled humankind since ancient times. They count amongst their number. Queen Elizabeth. I mean, <laughs> I don't see that. George W. Bush, Harry Henry Kissinger, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Bilbo Baggins. Oh, you know he was. Definitely Bob right Hope? What Bob the Bob Hope? F- That's kind of random. <laughs> and also Jeff Goldblum. Fucking tears coming down my head. Hillary Clinton, I can see. Um, encroaching on other conspiracy oh. theories of the uh, territory, Ike even claims that the lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. Oh, behind us or they are us? In other words, they created us. The uh, lizard people are the ones that created Freemasons in the Illuminati. Oh, so I, w- I wouldn't even know as a Freemason. Oh, hmm. Yeah, we're not high hmm. enough, apparently, right? That's, yeah. the, that's the battle cry for him. Since earning the dubious title of Paranoid of the Decade in the late 1990s, Ike has written several books on the topic, including his latest work, The David Ike Guide to the Global Conspiracy, while operating his own website, complete with merchandise and advertising. Oh, I mean, ding, 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 ding. There you have it, folks. You can't write these things for money, free. Money, 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 money. He's making money off the shit. I mean, of course he is. You can come out with the most outlandish shit sometimes. I kind of want to read his book, though. I mean... <sighs> Bob Hope. What did that poor guy ever do to anybody? Bob Hope was like, what, one of the he was like men that ever lived? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe uh, that's why. Um, but he's, he's trying to ingratiate himself to humanity before he enslaves us all. So, just a couple of things on this. Number one, uh, my daughter sitting over here. Have you ever seen me have a second set of eyelids that, that go sideways? Mm, well, uh, we should try a different uh, tack to disprove this. this. Yeah, we should definitely try a different tack. Ken, why don't you go up to the camera and well, stick I, your eye to the camera? I mean, I did say that I would take a knife to my hand and prove that I bled, <laughs> you know, red like the rest of us. But, I mean, I, I didn't see anything in that article about reptiles not having red blood, so I don't feel like that would disprove anything. Weld America, thanks for joining. What's up from in, from Indiana? What's going on? Thanks for He says, Holocaust wasn't Mason's considered jewish to hitler um yeah masons were yeah. actually part of the uh yep. the un what, what, what was this term undesirables, undesirables yeah. yeah so they, yep. they were there was actually what two hundred thousand of them they actually and, that were and, killed in concentration mm-hmm. camps and along with their jewish brothers we actually so, covered yeah. this on uh, one of the episodes where yeah. masons were actually holding uh i guess lodge in a concentration yep. camp uh, secret, obviously, to what was going on, but yeah, no, yeah. Masons were, and Masons were also very influential in the uh, uh, resistance. Yeah, we we, we covered yeah. that a little bit. That there were some Masons that were trying to resist the Nazis and what they had they were trying to do. So, so if you need any other evidence to the contrary, I mean, I think that's pretty yeah pretty freaking definitive. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Love the Hodge twins, by the way. But anyway, um, yeah. So. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this one. I mean, 
And this is why I was kind of asking you the human anatomy. That we're reptiles. And how do we started this episode? And before you even first thing you said when you walked in, you're like, "Hey, what's going on?" I'm like, "Do you really think about the human anatomy?" Yeah. <laughs> like, how are we going to go about disproving that? We're, so, uh, I mean, I guess you can that say we're humans that. and not reptiles. What? Yeah, it's so, one of the stranger things I've been asked recently. Well, isn't there like people have talked about like the part of our reptilian brain that makes us freaking like angry or nasty yeah, or something like, like that? What is that? The medulla oblongata. Could be. I think Shout that's like wrong with Joe's medulla the oblongata. Hind brain, the hind brain, I believe, is re- <laughs> referred to as the reptile brain. So yeah, it would be the all that shit back there. I can't remember what it all is. Right. But yeah, medulla oblongata is back there. So we'll go with that. Uh, I mean. Uh, oh, Weld America says, well, that rules out the Freemasons started the Holocaust. We draw our roots. We draw our ritual yeah. from Jewish. Yeah. From the Old Testament. Building of the temple. Old yeah. Testament. Yeah. So why the hell would we want to just... No, there's so many reasons why that was that would be impossible. I don't know where they come up with this shit. But anyway, yeah. let's back on re- re- reptiles. Yeah, we got to go back <laughs> to the reptiles. Because it's more believable. Have anywhere in our ritual ever... I mean, I think it's also kind of funny because I'm watching, you know, again, I'm watching our, our live stream. I can see it on uh, YouTube on my computer because mm-hmm. I'm watching the messages. And we have the Joiner Dive Flag with the reptile. <laughs> we have the Joiner Dive Flag behind us with a giant snake on there. But I promise you that's got nothing to we're do We're really with not that helping one. ourselves here. I know. I know. My daughter sandbagged me over here. No, I've got the perfect, the perfect way to disprove this. Okay. All right. You ready? Go. Okay. Yep, let's do it. So if you go back. Wait, wait, wait. What? Quickly. Can't reptiles regrow their body parts? Some can. Do you have a knife? Not all. Yeah, no, we're not. No, I've got... Cut it off. i got a second one. Why don't you hear me out first? How about a finger, then? Before we start chopping off appendages, (laughs) I might have a much easier way to go about this. Reptiles, (laughs) and especially those referred to in this well-penned article, are cold-blooded, are they not? They can't generate their own internal body heat. Correct. Metabolism. Okay. So, if we were to, for example, go out onto a rifle range ah. in the middle of the winter, oh my God. <laughs> here go with this for several hours, and there was recorded video evidence <laughs> of these two Freemasons doing this, would we still be here right now? And they froze or would their we be asses off. Tiles. <laughs> Even shapeshifters? Okay. You want me to go stick my eyeball up there? Go stick your eyeball. Go stick your eyeball on the camera. You got this, Ken. You you, You you do the commentary. All right. Hopefully. So, Mr. Ken. Mr. Ken in his old man sweater and his Marty McFly jacket (laughs) are walking up to the camera. And uh, blink a couple times, Ken. He's blinking his eye. Yep. Nope. 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 No second. uh... (laughs) That is one ugly grape you got there. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's... So I'll give Ken a hand. He went up to the camera. He proved that he doesn't have, uh, what is it, the cat eyes, right? The one-slitted eye. Yep, his okay. eye is not one-slitted. So. Right. so I've got a circular pupil. Now, aren't reptiles also asexual, right? Where they can change from male to female. Am I uh, that's not what asexual means. Or what is it where they can change their... their... Um, they you, you can just change sex spontaneously. Change yeah, sex. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like right? some reptiles can do that, not all. It's like some so frogs some. and south africa or something like that can do that it's not like every reptile <laughs> it's not every reptile no ask jeff goldblum he knows why why jeff goldblum oh not jeff goldblum he wasn't the one in Bob Jurassic Hope. park that said that no no, no. oh it yes was, it was joe yes it was yes yes you're right i think it was no yeah. it was uh what's this it name? was jeff goldblum no wasn't he, it? he wasn't the one that discovered or like came up on the whole thing about the the it wasn't the guy who said that could do it. Girl, right? No, it got, wasn't him. No, mauled no. by the. That was no. awesome. By it was the way. Alan Grant. Alan Grant. Alan okay. Grant was yes. like because uh, he found the eggs out in the forest and whatever. Okay, but yes, right. it's not every reptile. Right. It's yeah. not every reptile. But, but there are it's some though, right? Reptile. I could go and get and surgery mean, right now and change sex if I really I, wanted to, but. <laughs> Or change gender. I don't know. I don't even know which. But that would require surgery. You can't just spontaneously do it, though, right? No, not to my knowledge. So your name would be Kenita. You'd be Spanish. Kendra. 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 I'd go with Kendra. I'd go with Kenita. Sounds exotic. Um, (laughs) Um, I don't think that's a good one to try to disprove. No, no, no. Um, 
and, and I mean, they also didn't that. say what kind of reptiles were the right. So if some of them can change, some of them can't change. Like what kind of reptiles um, are we? Well, it's specifically called out I mean, that like, we are shape shifting reptiles, right? So we could theoretically so we're like turn chameleons. Into we wanted. Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. Well, shapeshifter to me means they like you can turn into whatever you want. I could be a loaf of bread if I wanted to be or something. I don't know. You know who's saying that? I don't remember. But Boy I George. Okay. It's me. That's you. <laughs> cool. Uh, not off track. Said don't sing. <laughs> well, it's America yeah. that don't sing. Um, We're going to lose our one listener. Uh, well, the America. <laughs> Don't start that shit. Uh, no, our one That's active good. listener on <laughs> yeah. YouTube is what I mean. Uh, he also said, my two-year-old is a reptilian. She worked she worked her finger off in the door and grew it back. What? Caught her finger. Ooh. I mean, at two years old, I guess you can sure. do that. Like, you still got, like, the stem cell thing going on or yeah, something. Yeah, like, you're still growing, right? Yeah. Kids are amazing. That's still terrifying, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah. No, I'm old. But grossed out. Uh, for our last, I'm glad she's better though. Yes, yes, I'm glad she's doing better. And uh, for our last uh, little segment here, um, Ken's gonna put his hand up on the table, and uh, I'm gonna cut his finger off, and we're gonna prove. That, oh wait, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trusting you like a moron. I mean, uh, hey, my son's on. <laughs> Hi, Georgie. He's sitting over here in the corner too, but ah, he's chiming in. Her. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not willing to do that. We did the eye thing. We yeah. did the cold-blooded thing. I mean, I mean are, even if you say, like, oh, Freemasons aren't reptilians now. It's just the ones who created them. Oh, okay. Then I got nothing. And I guess, I mean, there are a lot of... Uh, so so let's let's really dive down this rabbit hole quickly, and then we'll, we're going to shut this down. But let's dive down the rabbit hole, okay? I, I'm doing the Lost Book of Enki on the special episodes. And again, you can think it's bullshit if you don't. I, it's, it doesn't matter to me. It's a great story if you listen to I it. I didn't say it was bullshit. No, no, I'm saying people oh. who may think that oh, it's okay. it's bullshit. That's great. Like It's a great story, though. Yep. It's really cool. If yep. you want to, And again, it's 5,000-year-old text. But some of the statues that they had were actually reptile statues, statues that supposedly recognize... They were the supposed Anunnaki gods. Um, okay. Uh, it, it said that they're depicted as reptiles. Okay. Okay. Um, one of the things that they had said when I was reading the, the Lost Book of Enki, it talks about that they put on a fish's suit, which would to us would be kind of like a like an astronaut suit. It's a, it was their astronaut suit of the time, is what it's is what okay. basically Zechariah Sitchin was trying to say. So they would wear an eagle's helmet, where like when they would travel someplace where they couldn't breathe or the the outside atmosphere wasn't okay for them. It, right. He basically said that they would don a, a, a eagle's helmet and a fish's suit. It's okay. some sort of a space suity thing, exo body okay. protection in a sense. So that could be no what the statues were depicting those quote unquote fishes suits, if you will. But let's just throw throw this down. You, you know, even if the Sumerian gods were reptilian, and like, there's so many stories back of the ancient civilizations having mystery schools. So that's kind right. of where this theory gets drawn from is that, oh, they were the ones who did it. I mean, the, the jury's out on that. I'm reading The Lost Book of Enki. It could be 100% true. It could be absolute fictional bullshit. Okay. There's no, again, we're talking about, there's just like the Templars, there's no definitive proof. So you're saying so my, there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. I'm saying, okay. I'm not saying there's a chance. I'm saying that. You can come up with any cockamimi, you know, you could be Tom Cruise in oblivion, you know, just <laughs> just a thousand Kens come out of a spaceship and ends freaking, you know what I'm saying, though, like, that'd be cool. It's. So you're saying by, by virtue of not being able to disprove it, there's always going to be some shred of. I mean, you're coming up with a theory that here's, here's my problem with this. Okay. If you got a theory, okay. You have to be able to come up with a hypothesis and then prove your hypothesis. I mean, this is the basic fundamentals yep. of coming up with a theory, right? Yep. You can't prove a hypothesis if you don't have the evidence that was way back 5,000 years ago. You're speculating. Yeah, you have a hypothesis. You have a so hypothesis. That's all you got. So yep. I mean, there's no way to disprove it, but 
I mean, I can tell you definitively, there's been no lizard people coming into the lodge. No. And if you're writing books about it and selling merchandise on your website about it, it also ruins your credibility. It's a hypothesis. Right. Like you're buying merch for. Right. You're buying merch. You come up with a theory to make money off of. Yeah. Realistically, that's all you're doing. Um, You could even make the same argument for InfoWars. Yeah. You created a website, you realized it making me money. I'm going to sell some shirts. I'm going to sell some coffee mugs. It's making you money. Some stickers. Some stickers. To go on the back of your... You make some YouTube videos that go viral. You're making money off it. You know? So, I mean, it's kind of hard to disprove it, but it's also kind of way the hell out there. Well, if any of you conspiracy theorists out there want to comment on our YouTube video here and Mm -hmm. ask George and I to perform something in order to uh, convince you that we're not lizard people... (laughs) One last question from uh, Weld. He said, Weld America, he says, is there any way to study the EA book without a mentor? Well, I would first ask, that depends on what your EA book looks like. Is it in plain English or is it in code? If it's in code, it's designed for you to go and study it with another brother. Yeah, every grand jurisdiction does it differently. Yep. And it's not a bad thing. Even if it's like in plain English, I'd still recommend going and, you know, sitting with a mentor or sitting with a, you know, whoever the brother is that you, you know, best from your particular lodge and um, study it with them because you're going to get a lot more out of it and probably remember it better. He says it's in code. Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately. That's what it's designed to. And I would also say, I think that every grand jurisdiction has a different way of coding. Yeah. For, for, uh, uh, for instance, State of Connecticut, I actually have the old books where they were, what are they called? I always say this wrong. Mnemonics? Mnemonics, yes. Uh, That's how the old code. uh, They've changed it over time, too, in Connecticut, I think. It used to be like one one letter per word or something like that. Yeah, but now it's completely different. Now it's in complete English once you get the blue book. Um, You could even go to Grand Lodge, and I get them both. I get the plain English, and I get the code, and I let... Oh, really? They have mm-hmm. the, the they same have edition of the ritual book yep. in both? Well, I didn't know that. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the little the little pamphlets. Oh, oh yeah. The degree, the degree booklets. Yeah. The, the ritual booklets okay. for the... Yeah, those are always... Yeah, some of them are coded, and you can actually get the full English ones. And it oh, all depends. I didn't know that. I get them both. Because if you have the time to meet with other brothers, go for it. Yeah. But if you're like, listen, man, I work second shift. I got yeah. no one around. I'm working third shift. I, I, I got no one around. I'm not going to be around for anyone to meet up with at night to help me. I'll give you the full English one. Yeah. If you got the full English one. I didn't even know that was an option. We mandated yeah. as far as I know. Maybe our secretary has a few of the yep. plain English ones. But usually we always find some brother that's on the same schedule as um, you know, the candidate or the, the brother moving mm. through. And we'll, we'll find time to work with them. Right. But yeah, that's why they do that, brother. That's why they um, mm-hmm. they put them in code like that is to to get you to work with another brother that can help answer your questions. Absolutely. So what do you say, Ken? We uh, we proved that we're not. Well, we semi proved mm-hmm. that we weren't uh, reptilians. I proved it to myself. Uh, I don't have a forked tongue. I don't have webbed fingers. No webbed fingers. Right. Uh, I tell you, distinct digits there. Uh, I've never seen Kennedy's shoes off, but I guarantee your feet aren't webbed either. No, my feet are not webbed. Oh, you don't have gills, right? So you can't breathe underwater. Nope. I no mean, gills. I could try drowning you in the sink if you want. I guess I could put that on YouTube. And yeah. No, <laughs> that would be murder. I mean, for instance, he also has a life preserver on. So, I mean, he's got his life preserver jacket on. So, I mean, clearly he doesn't float or he doesn't breathe underwater. But they no. all float down here, Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Witches float. What do you say, Ken? Um, yeah, I don't feel like we totally resolved it, but I'm, yeah, I think we can wrap it up. Well, you got something else? No, I mean, I just, I, some th- theories doesn't mean like, that I can think of any other way right. to do it. It's just, I don't, I don't feel like we put all the nails in that coffin that we should, which is why I was trying to get people to comment on it so that we can maybe do a follow-up episode. Or, yeah, we'll do, uh, there's so many theories out there. This was just a couple. These are the ones that yeah. I found were the stupidest, so. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a little video vignette with like, you know, our, our way of disproving each of the points that you bring up in the comments or yeah. something. I don't know. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. So All right. Know. So for the Freemasons podcast, I'm right. Worship brother, George Marjorie signing off. And Worship brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night.